0: Welcome to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm here with my friends, JD and David. What is up, fellas? Hey, 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 Dustin. How are you? I am doing fantastic. We're about to get a a, a spring snowstorm where I'm at. Um, But, you know, as long as it only lasts for 24 hours, I I think literally, I think we're getting six inches. I think we're getting a ton of snow tomorrow overnight. Wow. So that's going to be fun. Um, But I'm kind of tired. I'm ready for... I'm ready for spring, summer. I'm ready for all that. I'm tired of the winter weather. <laughs> How about you guys?
1: Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm I'm supposed to get uh, some snow here as well. i um, I'm I'm I think it's one of the most seasons of snow we've had in a few years. So I'm about ready for it to be over as well. JD, have you had any
2: snow? <laughs> <laughs> no, no snow here. It's spring break though, so have family friends coming in. We've been going to the beach. Got a little glow going. I don't know if you can tell. Got a oh, little yeah. sun. Uh, it's good stuff, though. I've been enjoying the the break from school. I heard a rumor that you're going to be in the park on Monday. That's the hope. If Yes, that is the hope. I'm going to try. I think we might go to Hollywood Studios. Uh, we've got some friends from high school actually coming to stay with us, and they love the parks. So we have one day. So we're, we're trying to decide between Hollywood or Magic Kingdom. So we'll see. Oh, man, passionate. I've seen
1: – I've, this week in the news, there's been a lot of uh, – one of you guys mentioned last week the, the conversation that one of the Disney execs made about the parks changing forever and managing people. I've, it's been really interesting watching the response mm-hmm. of, of media to that. I mean, there have been a lot of articles this week about the parks changing – in, in, in uh, not just Disney media, but in like major news media. Have they, had a the, lot of has, it,
0: has the conversation progressed kind of beyond what we were talking about, that even though they're saying this looks like that, that the reality on the ground doesn't seem like we're there yet?
1: Well, I think most of the, most of the comments that I've seen have been more about, well, they're saying this is going to make the park experience better, but what it's really going to do is create more revenue, It's <laughs> things yeah. like that. It's like everybody kind of sees through the, you know, just what it really is about, but. I mean, it, hey, I just keep going, you know, with everything that you love, you deal with the things that you don't like. That's just that's just life. So, you know, we'll see how long it lasts and how uh, how it affects people. But it looks like the numbers are still uh, really strong in the park. I really still think it must be the effects of Genie Plus, um, you know, on everything, because the lines are still really long. Yeah, I'm interested, a- I'm interested to see what you guys find if you're there on Monday.
2: Yeah, it will be interesting. I'm excited to go because now it actually is that spring break season. So if it's any less than it was when we went pre-spring break, then that will be funny to see. I actually was looking at the app the other day uh, just because I was interested. And I looked at Magic Kingdom and the lines were everything was under an hour. And I was like, what in the world? I was like, how in the world is it? Is it under an hour? Like, we were just there a couple of weeks ago and it was two hours for everything. And then I looked at the weather in Orlando, and it was like pouring down thunderstorms. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense." Like, I'll let it, I'll let it slide that the lines are a little uh, less crazy. But it was a funny thing that I kind of discovered. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get to the point
1: that you have to you have to book your trip during hurricane season. The to- Honestly, to have to have a low crowd. Like, when's it going to rain? That's when we'll go. <laughs> yeah. Hot tip, hot
0: tip. Uh, uh, Disney <laughs> hack: book your vacation during hurricane season, <laughs> and even yeah. better if you can get a hurricane while it's coming through. So yeah. you'll have the whole park <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, did you guys catch a Kenobi uh, Obi Wan Kenobi trailer?
1: I did. I did. yes. What'd you think? What'd you think? I'm excited. Oh I mean, it looks yeah. great. Looks very. Uh, looks very high budget. At least, you know the trailer did to me.
2: Yeah, high quality. It will be interesting to see how many episodes they do. Um, If they do that, that standard, I think six would be great because so many people have been asking for. Oh, Kenobi needs his own uh, trilogy. He's yeah. So if they give him so many episodes and they're hour long uh, episodes, it will be a lot of content. Uh, But the trailer was really action packed. Some classic uh songs and there i know a lot of people are getting excited about it um some cool characters i don't know if you guys are familiar with the inquisitors do you guys know who these inquisitors are they're kind of jedi hunters right uh, yeah they are and it's a really cool concept that they kind of had to come up with and um some video games i've played fallen order Mm -hmm. uh you battle against these inquisitors Um, so it will be interesting to see um, an Inquisitors level versus you know Kenobi Master Jedi. It'll be interesting to see how they do that for sure. Well, he's also
0: in hiding. I think that's going to be an interesting mm-hmm. thing too. Is like you have Jedi and ex- Jedi in exile, and they're mm-hmm. all the ones that are left are 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 hidden. And the whole idea is that they get, do they get exposed? Do they get found? Um, he's you see him in the trailer actually looking at little little Luke, you know, from with some binoculars. And that's really interesting, too, to how all that's going to play. He's always looming in the background, keeping a watchful eye over the young one that will uh, ultimately bring balance to the force. Um, but, dude, I, I think the trailer looked incredible. It looks well done once again and cannot wait. I think it's May when that comes out um, to see that. I know that there's a new Pixar movie that's out today.
2: Um, is it at the theaters and Disney Plus or just Disney Plus? It just released into Disney Plus. Okay. Which they changed, right? Right. That wasn't it supposed to be uh, originally
1: released. Originally, I think that's what the plan was because I know that there were some, you know, there was some media about that as well. That some of the Pixar uh, crowd was really wanting it to release in the theater and did not want it just to go to Disney Plus. But
0: well, looks like the plan. It's dropped today, and we're recording on Friday, the day that drops. And none of us—I don't think any of us have seen it yet. But I plan on watching it, hopefully tonight. Gonna check it out. Maybe hey, next episode we can report back.
1: Hey, I, I've, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Some things that are coming, but the the live action remake of Pinocchio with uh, Tom Hanks as Geppetto. They released some publicity stills this week. Oh, and nice. And Pinocchio. Pinocchio looks like Pinocchio. All right. I wow. mean, look, it, it's the same, the same representation, just in in. You know, different. We're going to talk about form. Pinocchio
0: a little later today. It's on our, <laughs> it's true. on our bracket. Um, we'll survive. I, I have a lot of like. I don't know why that I love Pinocchio so much. I don't know. It's probably the movie I watched the most as a kid. I cannot wait to see that. It's one of the most intriguing live action remakes because a, Tom Hanks is in it. Maybe, the one of the greatest living actors. You know, up with right. Joaquin Phoenix and and um, probably Chris Pratt. I'm just joking, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, but I, I'm excited. I think this really got some potential to do some incredible things. It's such an old classic story, you know, that's kind yes. of woven itself in.
1: I, I believe it comes out in the fall. I think okay. it's a fall release. Well,
0: something that comes and out a little straight- sooner next yeah. week, actually, uh, Disney on Disney Plus is all of the Netflix uh, Marvel. Um, things that they took off including daredevil did i get this right that they're also releasing the other ones as well
1: they are and i did see that they are uh there will be some parental controls that will come with all this
0: well i hope so because i pulled up a variety article that says parents tv council slams disney plus for adding daredevil and more I'm um, saying it destroys yeah. your brand. And, I, and to be perfectly honest, like we've talked about this throughout that that's an interesting move for Disney Plus to make to put these on there. You know, we've both right. seen Daredevil and know how how graphic graphically violent it is. and the language is a little more coarse and it's just much darker. And then you get to Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, and it's much more um, for adults, right? And um, right and, and it is interesting that that would release on, on Disney Plus because in my mind, it was always those sort of things go to Hulu. Right, and then the more family-friendly things go to Disney Plus, but that apparently seems to be changing. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Does Disney own Does Disney own Hulu, or do they just have a good partnership? Yes. Okay, so they no, own. they
1: own it. They okay. own that and ESPN. That's why it's in a, a package like a that. Bundle. You know, I, I personally, it's 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 just that I, I as as a Disney fan and I, I like that brand of media. I like I like good wholesome. Family entertainment. I like that. I don't not. Does it have to be geared towards preschoolers or children? I think there's just a good Marvel is a representation of that to me. And 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 the Star Wars trilogy is that it's it's for everybody. And I like entertainment like that. So when other things that don't fit that brand are on the same on the same screen, it's it's to me, it's a little more uh, cluttered. You know, the things that don't look like they fit it and match. Uh, the brand to me, but, you know, it just seems like uh, Disney Plus is not just about Disney. It's just everything they own, and it's all going to be up there. It's like, the you know, some things don't look like they belong to me, but it just seems like a new way of doing it. So,
0: Well, they're doing this. Do you think it's a smart move, or do you think it's kind of uh, ill-advised? Do you think this costs them subscribers or gains them subscribers net?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I I could could
0: argue it both. I could argue both
1: sides. Well, I just I don't know the numbers enough to really know that. But it is interesting when they put something like the Beatles documentary on Disney instead of saying, why don't we put that on Hulu? Exactly. Things that I don't I
2: don't really understand that. But that's exactly it, though. It's like, why, when you own Hulu, and I'm sure there's a reasoning behind it, um, but it seems like a great way to promote Hulu, promote your bundle deal if you would just put all of your Disney owned content on your other Disney owned platform that doesn't have the Disney plus name, you could, you would, it seems like everyone would still be happy. It would promote your bundle sales and it would be great. So it it is interesting why they want to specifically put it on Disney plus.
0: Well, and we'll see about these parental controls too. Let's see how innovative they are with that because most of the time, parental controls are all good and well, but, um, you know, you, you put the accounts of each person and their and their age and it filters out inappropriate things per age. But when you log in right now, any of my kids could just jump on my account, right? If I'm not there, they right. could just peruse and there's no differentiation of to what what can happen or whatever. And what's super annoying is when you get on these things and you have to put in like a code to to watch something. And then, you know, I remember when my kids, you know, you'd set stuff for, well, they're eight years old. Well then that knocks out like You know some cartoons that I don't care if they watch, so I'm always to go in and type in a code, and it's super annoying. Um, And then finally, you do it enough, you just turn it off, right? And kind of what I loved about Disney Plus is that you can your your kids are free to roam, and you don't really have to worry about that's what I like finding. You know stuff that it's objectionable or too objectional, too objectionable anyway. But that could be changing. You know Jessica Jones is on there. That's something I'm going to have to watch and make sure my kids don't see, um, which creates a bit of a challenge so maybe they're innovating parental controls maybe they're going to come out with the most innovative awesome development for parental controls that are that's ever been devised and it'll make the the platform even better and make everybody happy but um this parent group is not happy um that variety was talking about and i do think that they have it they have a point I, I get it for sure
1: yeah i, I was, um, i'm really surprised i'm really surprised all that's coming to disney plus but i you know I understand that you know they're going to want to get those characters into the new MCU probably, so they they want to they want to get people familiar with them. So if they pop up in other movies, that you know, but I, it would be nice if they'd go in and re-edit some things.
0: Yeah, and it <laughs> also mean, to me,
1: but everybody's you know, it, not going to want that
0: it might expand the subscriber base beyond families. Like I, I do know some people that are like, well, Disney plus that's for, you know, families with kids, people with kids. And I don't, I'm single. I don't have kids, you know, um, maybe it's something to entice a few more of, the, of that demographic. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll see. I'm yeah. interested to see how it plays out. I am interested though, excited to, to finish watching daredevil. Um, I finished season one. I know David, you finished it all. Um, but I'm rewatching it and got through season one, ready for season two. But, um, are you guys ready to, to move to round two of our bracket?
2: Oh yes. heck yeah! Let's okay, do it. L-
0: let me ask you first before we do this. Um, do you have any regrets or things you wish you could take back from round one?
2: Gosh, <laughs> regrets. I, all the thing is, all these movies were so great that you could really argue either side. Um, the tough one that I was looking back on, but I was like, oh, it was two to one. I could have flipped this one. Was the uh, the Jungle Book live action versus The Force Awakens because they're so completely different. And I love Star Wars, but also Jungle Book's my favorite live action. So that was definitely one that I was looking back on. But I feel pretty strong. I mean, I, would, I agree with a lot of what we were saying.
1: Yeah, there were a couple that, you know, I was like, man, that was such a tough call. And, you know, where you go, I don't know if I picked. In some cases, I felt like I picked what was probably the best movie uh, in some cases I went with something that was just more nostalgic to me but probably wasn't the the best movie I, there were a couple I chose that I thought that was that one was probably a little problematic and I you know but it was my childhood and so I picked it and you know well, that's, I, it's- That's a tough call.
0: um, It is a tough call. I I love it. That's the the beauty of brackets, right? You get March Madness coming and people get bounced out and they shouldn't have been. um, You know, the better team doesn't always win. A lot of factors at play. Tonight, my Kentucky Wildcats start in the SEC tournament. So, in honor of that, let's start round two of our top Disney movies of all time. Just if you're jumping in, if you haven't listened to part one yet – Listen to episode 41, which is where we start this, and there's literally 64. I'll show you right. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the 64 teams. We use the NCAA bracket. It's not teams. They're movies. And we went to um, Box Office Mojo, and we pulled the top-grossing movies of all time adjusted for inflation to seed these things, use the S-curve, and here we are. We've got this. We went 64. There were 32 matchups that we picked, um, best of best of three. So if you got two votes, you move on. And now we're in the round of 32, the second round. And if you guys are ready, we'll start here in the East region with the top overall seed of the whole tournament, the original 1977 Star Wars versus Swiss Family Robinson, <laughs> and this if, if, if you didn't know what we were doing, you do right now. Like this, this matchup <laughs> sum, sums up what's happening here: Star Wars versus Swiss Family Robinson. Who wants to yep. go first?
1: Gosh. Well, and if you if you didn't hear before in our last uh, round, Star Wars uh, defeated Inside Out. And Swiss Family Robinson, in an upset, beat Rise of Skywalker. So here we are with uh, Swiss Family facing another Star Wars franchise (laughs) movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Swiss Family Robinson definitely got all of our nostalgic vote. It seemed like we all had a good memory of watching uh, that movie. And it's such a high-quality movie for its time. Uh, but my vote's got to go for the original Star Wars just because, again, it's cinematic. It's as close to perfection as you can get from me. So my, my vote's Star Wars.
1: Uh, I, I, I give a big bonus to Swiss Family Robinson for making the list. I mean, what? how amazing that it's still on their all-time yeah. uh, biggest-selling movies of all time from 1960, that that many people saw this movie. And that would have been in theaters. I mean, there. You, I don't know if that. It's just amazing, but uh, and this was the only old classic Disney live-action movie that made the list besides Mary Poppins. Um, everything else that was in there in the in the top was animated or was Marvel, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. So the only old Disney live-action movie to make the list. But I guess yes, I'm going to have to give it to Star Wars. Uh, and
0: I'm unanimous with you guys. 3 nothing. Star Wars is too big not to move on. Although, Swiss Family Robinson is a great story, and they got a win. I mean, they won. It got a tournament win. Cinderella underdog making it happen. I love Swiss Family Robinson, but, man, Star Wars is just too big. Um, it moves on to the Sweet 16. All right. I'm writing down notes here. 3-0. All right. Next matchup, we'll go down to the two seed, um, which did pull off the win. Um, it was Star, another Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi. It's funny that they're in the same bracket, and it it beat Armageddon in the first round with Bruce Willis, and it moved on, and it now faces Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, um, which defeated Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One. So lots, all the Star Wars movies are represented here, and those, and um, and that one lost. So we got Pirates of the Caribbean, which is the first Pirates movie, correct?
2: Yep, that's right. Yes. Right?
0: And against Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, which is Episode Six, if you're if you're keeping score at home, that's the one where the fi- kind of the, the final of the first th- first trilogy from nineteen, I believe that came out in nineteen eighty six. If I'm not mistaken.
2: Wow, this is a tough one for me. Black Pearl is actually my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I mean, favorite and also just critically, I think a lot of people would agree it's the best. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm going to vote
0: Return of the Jedi because it is my favorite Star Wars movie for nostalgic okay. reasons. Um, it probably Empire is probably a little bit better in terms of the story and the acting. Um, but I, I'm voting Return of the Jedi. It's set up. I mean, it's the basis for Boba Fett basis for the Mandalorian kind of the ba- kind of sets up all those things. And so I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm going to pick that, although I do think this is the best of the Pirates movies. So if you want the pirate Johnny Depp and the pirates movies to be represented in the tournament more, I get I get why you would vote that. It's not a slam dunk for me, but it's just my preference. I'm picking Return of the Jedi. So one vote Return of the Jedi. I
1: I don't. Uh, it is my favorite pirates movie, and it it brought in a whole breath of uh, fresh air for that for the whole Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, but. um I think that it 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 pirates probably can't make it all the way to the final to the final anyway. So I'm gonna go with Return of the Jedi. Ooh, okay.
2: All right. Well there so you go. Up. All right, but you got a vote for the for the record there. Well, for the record, We're, I'll do I'll do Pirates just because it's got a ride at the parks. I love the ride, and I really do. It's my favorite movie, so I'll give it a vote. All right, awesome. And if you wanted to, you could say
0: you know, pirates is a Disney, Disney movie. Like Disney created it. It's always been a Disney property Mm -hmm. where you might give it pump points for that Where Return of the Jedi kind of like was grandfathered in, you know, was bought and brought into the field. Okay.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to change my, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm
1: I'm, going to, I think I'm going to stick with it. I, again, I think I actually, what I think is so great about pirates are just the characters and the feeling. I don't know that the movie's great. Like, the, the franchise is great. The whole idea and the sets and the costumes and the characters, all that's great. But I'm not sure about whether the movie's the greatest movie. All
0: right. Two seed moves on. Next matchup is the three seed. Um, well, this was an upset in the first round. We got Spider-Man Far From Home, which upset the three seed, uh, the Phantom Menace. Um, and it is going up against Monsters, Inc., which upset Finding Nemo. In the first round, so Spider-Man: Far From Home versus Monsters Inc. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But what do you what do you got?
1: Gosh, I'm going to start yeah, with David. What... Let's start with David. I don't think I'm ready.
2: Uh, I didn't I'm, I'm expect
1: not... that, Perry. <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: Well, <laughs> I might. I honestly, ugh. gosh. I mean, I'm thinking pros and cons in my head of both sides. Okay, I mean, I,
0: I, I'll kick us off then. While y'all are thinking and can't decide, um, if it was Spider Man No Way Home, which di- is not on the tournament because it didn't qualify for having the budget yet, um, I would pick it. But since it's far from home, which I like and is great, I'm picking Monsters Inc. I'm going to give Monsters Inc. I think it's so creative and so well done. The voice acting with Billy Crystal and John Good—is it John Goodman or is that who yeah. it is? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Sully, and and just the whole thing is just fantastic. I love Monsters Inc. Incredible Pixar movie. I'm picking Monsters Inc.
2: Yeah, I'm going actually, with Monsters. I'm Monsters Inc. Oh, yeah. I was actually yeah. going to say Monsters Inc. too. That was my same thought process of if it was No Way Home, it would automatically get my vote. So if it's not even my my favorite Spider Man, I'd I'd probably need to give it to Monsters Inc. just because it is so creative. Well,
0: that, I did not see that coming as a unanimous, but moves on. Monsters Inc. the eleven seed is in the sweet 16. Awesome. Mm. All right, next one, final one in the east. We have Sleeping Beauty versus Marvel Civil War. Classic Disney animation versus new Marvel big epic introduction of new characters from so we get the Tom Holland Spider-Man, we get Black Panther introduced, we get the the division that that sets up Infinity War. What do you guys say? This is a tough comparison. What do you guys say?
2: Yeah,
1: so this
2: that's a tough. Sleeping Beauty
1: has
0: her own castle.
2: Yeah, I know. That's the tough thing It's like Sleeping Beauty. Yes, she's got a lot of um, influence at the parks. Love it. I actually enjoyed watching it as a young you know, brother with my sisters. I enjoyed watching it. Um, but then also Civil War. Has always been one of my favorites. With I've mean, I I've always talked about Captain America. I love his story. I love Iron Man. And this is just like they're the stars. This is their movie. Um, so I think I'm going to give my vote to Civil War. Ooh, okay.
0: Am I next? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to vo- make i I'm, I'm going to go
1: again. You go ahead. No, you go first. You go first. I think we might. I said I'm I'm going to make it interesting, and I'm going to I'm going to go with Sleeping Beauty. That's what I thought Um, for the master, for because it is it is just a masterpiece, and it's a different time. I'm not sure that I'm going out of the Marvel movies, which what is a what is a masterpiece, one of a like one of a kind, can't be done again. So I'm not, but again, I know I know what Sleeping Beauty is going to go up against in the animated side of these movies that are left. And I don't, I know it won't make it all the way, but I don't, I don't, again, I don't think civil war will win at all. So, uh, valiant, so, I don't know that it really, really matters. A valiant
0: effort by sleeping beauty, but I'm going to vote civil war through. And I'm really excited right. about that sweet 16 matchup between civil war and star Wars. Mm. Um, so civil war moves on two to one on a split decision. So that, Gets us to the Sweet 16 Um, in the East. Let's move down to the South where we move to the number one seed, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves versus Lady and the Tramp. Actually, this is probably of all the movies we've had that that might be the fairest comparison, the two most alike, you know, of any of them yet. And so we know we're going to have representation of a Disney cartoon, Disney animated movie moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, which of those um, do you do you like better and thinks is thinks is um of course the number one see snow White's a big favorite I'd say it's a big favorite so
2: yeah, yeah snow
1: White S- Snow White was the highest grossing adjusted for inflation the highest grossing Disney film animated film on the list
2: yep yeah I mean I'd, I'd probably have to give it to Snow White uh, for sure because a lot of when I think about my favorite things about lady in the trail it's like well this is iconic it's got iconic scenes and uh, for most of those categories, Snow White has the same thing and then some. So I'd probably give it to Snow. I'd definitely give it to Snow White. I'm um,
1: Snow White as well. Yeah. Hey, did you guys know that when um, Snow White came out, they gave Disney a special Oscar that uh, was an Oscar with seven little Oscars beside it? It's the only one like it. And I heard a story this week that said when. Um, uh, after he like he'd ever put a lot of that stuff out like there were some things in the office but they found that thing, they found that oscar in like boxes years after he had passed away of course it's in one of the i, I can't remember now if it's at, at at the walt disney family museum or or if it's at one of the parks in one of those museums but just amazing it was tucked away <laughs> in a box that's packed cool. away wrapped up in tissue paper that's super cool so are you voting snow white david yeah, I'll go with Snow White on this one. All right, that's
0: a that is a unanimous. All right, next one we have the uh, uh, the two seed Avengers Endgame versus Frozen Two. <laughs> tough one here. This one's not tough for me at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, Frozen Two, not is it okay. It's good. It made it to the second round. But again, not as not the best, better of the frozen movies. Number one, number two, Endgame may be the greatest superhero movie ever made. Um, depending on if you want, you know, the the Infinity War that sets it up or Endgame how it ends. I'm going Endgame.
2: Yeah, 100% Endgame without a question. I'm gonna go with Endgame. I still don't think it's it's hard to
0: overstate how incredible. They wrap that story up with Infinity War, sets it up. The money they made making it two parts using the kind of the Lord of the Rings sort of, sort of model. Um, it, it's yeah, it's fantastic, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so that's a unanimous moving on, easy one. Uh, the next one is Bambi um, and The Lion King.
1: That's
0: pretty. Yeah, two more Disney animated movies. One's going home. One's moving on.
2: Yeah. I, that's pretty similar to the, in my opinion, to that Snow White versus Lady and the Tramp yep. kind of thing where I'm looking at the different categories of of just scenes and, and liking it. So, I mean, I'm going to have to go with The Lion King uh, for this one. All right, David. Um, interesting
1: matchup because these are two of four Dis- Disney animated movies that don't contain humans. You never see man. Man's in the forest, but you never see him. Lion King has no humans. The other two are Robin Hood, the animated Robin Hood, and Zootopia. Um, I I I know the I know that the better. Movie is the Lion King, but I'll give it to Bambi because I know you're going to vote Lion King. (laughs) It it, it needed it needed a it needed a uh, you know just a a vote a little wow little nudge little little no I I I would pick Lion King like Lion King is the better movie but again Bambi uh, you watch those first few opening scenes in the forest and how they how it's drawn the characters the, the the camera work the lighting. It's again a masterpiece. You couldn't do it again. You couldn't make it. They could not make it. It would be a billion dollars to make that movie. So it would never happen again. Lion King, they could remake probably, but it won't happen either because there's no 2D animation. So I'll give it, I'm going to go Lion King. I'm also Lion King. Unanimous moving on. We talked
0: David into it, JD. We talked him into it. Um, A lot of
1: people, some of the old animators often said that they thought Walt's all time favorite was Bambi. Really? Why? Why, because, why? Because because it broke formulas. Uh, the mother died. It 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 was a true, uh, na- uh, just f- against the odds elements. It was it mm-hmm. was just different. They thought that it because it was so different. He he so wanted to do things differently. He didn't ever want to cr- recreate what he had done before. So he was always looking like, what else can I do? What else? And so it, it broke, you know, the mold. But. Uh, You know, I don't know that he ever said it, but that
2: I've definitely heard some of the old timers in interviews quote that. Well, you got to start leading with these with these facts, like Bambi was one of Walt Disney's favorite, because that might (laughs) sway the (laughs) sway the jury. All right, next one is Infinity War versus
0: Peter Pan. Again, you know, you hate for the uh, iconic Peter Pan to get to get knocked out here, and it may not. I don't know what you guys are going to say. But just like Endgame, it looks like they're on a collision course. But um, Infinity War, if Endgame's one, Infinity War's two, and or if Infinity War's one, Endgame is two. In my my book on superhero movies,
2: so for that, I'm Infinity War, warring it up. Okay, I'll go. I'm gonna go with Peter Pan, because uh, Peter Pan has again, it's always been one of my favorites. Um, I just I love the movie it's a great movie it's a classic when i think about disney classic it's peter pan parks love the ride people love the ride uh and yeah i I love infinity war i mean don't get me wrong i mean don't i mean i love marvel and i love infinity war but endgame's always been my number one and infinity war's been my number two um and for like classic Disney, if you told me right now, okay, you've got to give up one, you can never watch one ever again, I would hate to have to give up uh, Peter Pan. So I'll give it to Peter Pan. All right, so um, it's,
0: don't it's forget upset. Hey, <laughs> don't forget the Bambi scene. Don't forget the Bambi scene where um, um, he's looking at, at Spider-Man, doesn't want to die, you know what I'm saying? And, and Spider-Man <laughs> just evaporates in front of Robert Downey Jr. I don't want to yeah. die. I mean, how emotional and gut-wrenching. I'm oh, trying yeah. to
1: sell it here. Th- thanks for <laughs> reminding me of that. I'm going with Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> the 13th seed. Moving on. That, that was my least favorite part of that movie. Like I didn't want to see. I I, mean, I told you I did last time. I didn't watch this because I, I I couldn't go right when it opened. And then I knew when I saw John David's face, like this was this is bad. This is and what? I waited. Like I, I was like I knew somebody died or something happened. And I was like I'm. I, I had had no idea it was that many people, but I was like, I'm waiting until the next one because I knew it was a two-parter. And it's like, I don't want that feeling of I've got to wait a whole year and a half or something to find out what happened. I waited. I was just like, I'll stop right here. (laughs) I I saw Infinity Ward like the day before I went and saw Endgame.
0: I don't know if I've ever been, though, to a movie where, you know, you're their opening night and it's sold out. It's packed. And at the end, everyone walks out solemnly. Like it was so emotional. Like and it just did what it was supposed to do. Like very right. few movies can. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: people wiping well, away the, tears. It was that's the tough thing about the so tough good. thing about movies or like what it's what you go to the movie for. How you know, in different seasons of my life. That would have been it. Like I would probably still say Avengers might be my favorite Marvel because it just it just feels like in you go through that roller coaster, but you end up and it just feels good when you go out and you're not
2: you're not heavy. You're not going,
1: oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But as far as going to the, the movies and seeing Marvel movies, nothing is better than those crazy scenes and like end game. Where Captain America gets Thor's hammer and everyone like cheers and you've got that jam packed theater and like right. Spider Man like Spider Man, No Way Home. I mean when you know, I mean I don't want to spoil anything if someone's seen it, but if, like when the other Spider Man came, I mean, just so cool. So cool. Well, right. Well, again, cool. I
1: know I, I know that uh, in the matchup it's going to go up against in game and i would give it to in game so okay. in this one i'm going i'm going to let peter pan advance that's a,
0: that's an upset we got a cinderella team in the in the sweet 16 peter pan originally um that was a uh a, a 13 seed just bouncing wow. the sweet 16 awesome and it sets up a good, it sets up some good matchups
1: matchups for the second for the third round um all I right hope, we, go ahead again for the for the you know peter pan has some problematic things that need to be corrected but I really do hope when the Peter Pan and Wendy comes out after seeing the Pinocchio uh, clip I was like man I hope they go that way with Peter Pan and it and it it's we get the same characters with a with a you know a tweak so we can uh yeah anyway all right all moving
0: right. On. moving on to the west region. We're in the uh, round two. Now, this is this first matchup. It was a big upset, a 16 Beetle One here. Uh, we have the Jungle Book live action movie, which upset The Force Awakens, Star Wars Force, so we bounced the Star Wars out, moved on. It, it is facing Attack of the Clones, which upset Finding Dory. So we've got Attack of the Clones versus the Jungle Book live action. Both of those were split decisions, as both of those were controversial. And and here we are; they're up against each other.
2: Here we go. I think I'm going to have to keep the ball rolling with the live action Jungle Book. Ooh, okay. I mean, again, it's my favorite live action. Um, Attack of the Clones, definitely not my favorite Star Wars, or even on that top couple of list. Um, and when I look at, I gave it, I gave Jungle Book over um, the Force Awakens. So, I, and I would definitely put in the same category, Force Awakens and Attack of the Clones. So I'm going to give it to Jungle Book. All right. I'm
1: going Jungle Book as well.
2: Okay, Jungle Book moving on.
0: Another Star Wars yeah. bounced.
1: Yeah. I did, I, I think I mentioned this before, but I went back and watched that a while back uh, when, when we were doing something else about live action, Disney live action movies. I went back and watched that one, and I was actually surprised, like, it went up a notch. Like that's really good. Like the whole, the whole way they work Mowgli and his tools and how he knows how to do all these things that, that, I mean, none of that was in the original, but man, that was really good conceptual writing and good, good work.
0: Well, I'm going to make it unanimous. I'll also say, uh, the jungle book live action, um, which the 16 seed is now in the sweet 16. Um, Pretty amazing. Two upsets there. I am writing this in. And the next one is oh, this would be a fun one. We got Aladdin versus Iron Man.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. You guys go first on this one. Whoa. That's a toughie. Iron Man was fantastic. I mean, it
0: was really good. Like, it, it kind of kicked every kind of the first of the individual movies. I didn't really think it would be. You know, just sort of kind of Avengers. Yeah, but roll Iron Man. Do We really need this. But Robert Downey Jr. just kind of launched the franchise, in my opinion. And um, I love it. But Aladdin is my all time favorite Disney animated movie. I'm picking Aladdin. I think it's the epic soundtrack, as we know, other than we don't talk about Bruno, um, the only other number one song in the history of Disney music. Um, A Whole New World incredible soundtrack you have Robin Williams who is the voice of the genie uh, iconic no one no one ever has come close to touching that performance in my opinion will Smith did was smart to go a different direction in the live action but I'm going with Aladdin for those reasons yeah, I have
2: to agree with you Aladdin's got the cake uh, for this one again the soundtrack is just unbelievable great soundtrack whole new world is definitely one of the most iconic songs that even non-Disney fans might be able to sing the words to. Uh, So it's very enjoyable and very fun to watch.
0: Aladdin's already moving on, but David, do you want to give us your take on the Aladdin versus Iron Man matchup?
1: Yeah, sorry, I lost you guys for a second, a little technical difficulty. I'm going to say, yeah, Aladdin. All
0: right, Aladdin, unanimous. Moving forward, the next matchup is exciting, Frozen versus Beauty and the Beast. Man,
1: that's a matchup. This it's easy for me. It is an it's easy a, one for me. This is a tough one. I, 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 yeah. Next, if we ever do this again, we'll get we'll get uh, McKay and some others in here to give us the a different perspective.
0: Well, we know McKay is is the Beauty and the Beast, like it's a yes. favorite, right? Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: McKay would be given Beauty and the Beast. They would be in the Final Four championship all the way.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually Team Beauty and the Beast. I'm voting Beauty and the Beast. I mean, to me, it's not even close. I, I don't know why, and I I get Frozen, and the song was huge, and it, it's beautiful, and it, it's obviously it was a cultural you know phenomenon, but it just doesn't resonate with me. And again, I, I'm a dude who's older, wasn't targeted to me. But as someone who watches Disney movies and they all grab me in, in some way, um, I just found Beauty and the Beast to be more more iconic and more breathtaking and kind of more um, uh, something that will last, I guess we should say.
1: Well, it's had its mm-hmm. own remake already. We'll see if they ever do a, a live-action Frozen. I've never heard of that. They've never talked about doing live-action Unless you count the, like, the ice capades, the Disney on ice. <laughs> True, <laughs> They have done them at the park. They've done live. a lot of things yeah. at the park. I'm going with Beauty and the Beast. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's kind of that battle between the 90s and the 2010s. And it was fun getting to watch Frozen because it was one of the first uh, purely Disney animation. It wasn't really Pixar. You know, you we went to tour store and things like that. But it was like a shocking, like, okay, the whole world loves this. And like, I'm kind of seeing it as it's, uh, you know, people are singing the songs. So it was definitely fun. I, I can actually see it in 2013. Uh, I think it was like Thanksgiving Day. We went as a family uh, and it was like a pretty full theater. So fun memory, but Beauty and the Beast all the way.
0: Yes. All right. Beauty and the Beast moves on unanimous. It's not even really close. Hey, if, moving to if, the
1: sweet sixteen. If you've never seen the behind the making of the Beauty and the Beast, it's really interesting. You know, it wasn't even meant to be a musical. It had a, a much darker European uh, originally. I mean, and they had done a lot of artwork and story development before it. You know, before they brought uh, Ashman and Mankin in from Beauty and the uh, from Little Mermaid and just kind of turned the thing around. Really interesting. What it could have been was completely different. Is that on Disney Plus? The making of? I I I don't know a lot of you know I don't know about all of the bonus YouTube. features if they show up it's it was you know it would have been on the on the Blu-rays and the DVDs little things you okay. could see probably could find it
0: on all YouTube. All right, next. Let's have to check that out. Um, the next matchup in the West Region is Star Wars: The Last Jedi versus the Avengers. The Last Jedi, again, is the middle of the new trilogy of Star Wars. This is the, um, um, I'm trying to think of the director, Ryan, uh, what's his name? What is that dude's name? Reynolds. (laughs) No, 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 no. no.
1: Uh, That would have been a different movie. The Star Wars directed by Ryan Reynolds.
0: Let's see here. I'm gonna look it up while you guys debate this.
1: Yeah, this was e- this is uh, easier for me. I'd go Avengers yeah, all the too. way. It's just it's one of my yeah. it's one of my favorites and iconic to me. Yeah, it, and, and it just feels like one of those where we had had all these individual we had. i not. I don't have the order of how they were made in my head, but when they all came together for the first time, that was just amazing. It was
0: Ryan Johnson was the director of the the Last Jedi. That's right. And in my opinion, it's the worst of all of the Star Wars movies sorry, ever made.
1: Sorry, Ryan.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, it, you screwed it up, and you're the reason the new trilogy didn't work, Ryan Johnson. If you're listening, um, but all that aside, I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Um, you guys, you guys brought it. You guys had it win over Indiana Jones and the the Crystal Skull, so um, it, it had a nice little run. But it's my Duke, you know, in this this bracket right here. You just hate. I'm it. glad to see them gone. Unanimous Avengers move on.
2: All right. Yeah, for sure. I, I yeah, kind
0: of got I kinda irritated once I remembered who was the director. So uh, so many holes that the Rise of Skywalker could have been so good, but yet it had to clean up that dude's mess. Dang. <laughs> Such a wasted opportunity.
2: <laughs> I but think I've, that's that's kind of the, the theme of the whole new trilogy, though, was it could have been so good, <laughs> but dang it. <laughs> well, another
0: Star Wars property out. So, moving on to the Midwest region, we have a couple of interesting matchups here. Um, Number one seed, 101 Dalmatians, against the nine seed, Avengers Age of
2: Ultron. Yeah. So, of course, with all the Marvel content that's on this bracket, it's just all really good, good movies. People got excited about it. I've got to say Age of Ultron is probably... Even though I again I love it I love it so much it's probably on the the lower half of my Marvel especially the like the core Avengers movies um, and when you look at One Hundred One Dalmatians really enjoyed watching it quello Deville de Deville de is like one of the most iconic uh, good song funny you know uh, horse and uh, Jasper Jasper yeah just such. Uh, creative villains, and you really do pull for all the dogs. And I, I loved watching it growing up. So my vote's going to be for 101 Dalmatians.
0: Okay, wow. Well,
2: not really an upset,
0: because a one seed, yeah. but is it really? Wow. Do you want to go next, yeah. or do you want me to? No, I'm actually going to vote for 101 Dalmatians also, and I agree. I agree with you. Like Age of Ultron, I think after the fact, when they were all said and done it was more meaningful to the plot line than you originally thought, but I agree with you. It's not the one I'd run back to you know, right away. It's it's lower on the list of priorities for Marvel movies for me. I, I mean, I love it, but again, I, I know David's told the story of 101 Dalmatians you know, being such a unique thing um, animation-wise. I think you're probably going to tell that a, again here. It, it, you should. I hope so. <laughs> um, but it did. It does something interesting um, it again has had several remakes and re- reiterations as well. Um, Cruella Deville is like an iconic bad guy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the one seed and and go with 101 Dalmatians.
1: David, what about you? Yeah, I'm going with Dalmatians. It's, uh, I mean, just uh, one. It again, it broke kind of the mold of they did this really an action movie. It's really not a. I mean, there's a the, you've got the Cruella Deville song which they creatively work in because. Rogers, a songwriter, but until the end, there's like one more little song. But the whole thing is, it's really just an anim. First time they didn't follow a musical uh, approach with one of their stories that I can think of. Um, so I'm gonna that that, and then of course, if you didn't know this, it was also one of the it was the first one that they used a Xerox process where they didn't have to retrace that. Animators used to draw the pencil drawing, then somebody else would would ink it over a cell then somebody else would paint it as the first time they they start xeroxing the artist's drawings right onto the to the cell then all they have to do is paint so you know it it was a, a huge milestone and again one of those things that kept them in business and uh was a huge i mean this was one of the top was wasn't this second after Uh, Snow White this
0: is a one seed so yeah you had again of the highest grossing movies of all time you take out the Star Wars movie this is the second
1: one it's still higher still higher grossing over uh, some of the huge movies from the 90s so it's a it's a powerhouse
0: right, moving on um, completely uh, unanimous on that one Uh, on the bottom side of that bracket is Toy Story 3 versus Empire Strikes Back I think the Toy Story franchise got kind of a bad draw in the tournament. It had the worst. Just to be perfectly honest, that was my. I, yeah, I didn't they, say
1: that was my other regret. That I. I mean, uh, when I think Pixar, I. My. I mean, I have movies that I think are great. Like uh, mm-hmm. Inside Out is great, and Ratatouille is one of my favorites, and they just all have. They're all. Up is amazing, um, but. Toy Story is just my favorite. Like as as a whole, it's like the one. It's it's Pixar to me. It's if there were no other movies, I would want to have the Toy Story movies, and uh, so it it hurts that they're not. <laughs> they keep. Yeah. They get. They, I mean, they keep. They keep getting uh, put up against blockbusters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see what Toy Story 2 was knocked out by Infinity War. Um, which didn't make it past Peter Pan, right? And then you have the first toy story, let's see here. Where's that at? in the first round. Uh, toy Story 4 got beat by Pinocchio another you know um, yeah. Toy Story one was beat by the Avengers who just moved on to the sweet 16. So you're right. they just had a bad draw, you know, maybe better luck next year to Toy Story, but we got it <laughs> Toy Story 3 is still fighting for their lives. Yeah. I'm not writing them off yet. So David, who you voting for?
1: It's Empire <sighs> Strikes back though. Right, the Oscar-nominated Empire Strikes Back. See, that's just—I mean, if there are three in the Star Wars canon, the the New Hope, Empire Return. I mean, that those—I, I I mean, they're just so big. And Toy Story Three is again—I mentioned this last time—one of the most powerful of the of the three because the first two are so. Fun related, and I mean it's just different. But this one, man, the scene in the incinerator and the scene at the end, man, those are powerful. But Empire Strikes Back, I- I'm just going to have to go with that, which hurts. I would never, wow. I would never want to not see Toy Story three again. But Empire Strikes Back, wow, man, what do you? I know you well, got, won four Oscars. Yeah, I think you guys would do the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Empire. No, I'm oh, definitely Empire really? Strikes Back.
0: It is, it is the most uh, critically acclaimed of all the Star Wars movie. I'm nostalgic for Return of the Jedi, but I recognize that Empire is a better movie, better mm-hmm. acting. Of all of them, it's kind of where George Lucas sh- has shined the brightest as a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he direct that? Did he, did he direct that mm-hmm. one?
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: He did all the original trilogy, right? Um, Pretty sure. I, th- I think so. Let me make sure but i'm voting empire no um he did not really irvin Kirschner. wow what was the director yes and um yep so who did irvin he, did he just
2: do a new hope and uh return of the jedi or what who directed those
0: um so let's see here
2: cuz that's interesting cuz Wow, this is actually raising a lot of George
0: questions. Lucas directed the original Star Wars.
2: Okay. Um, we have... Because I thought he and, literally cr- like created it and like, huh. Yeah, he was a creator. But, I, you know, that's that's
0: interesting that... In Return of the Jedi, I said 86. It was actually 83. And um, I want to say it looks like... Richard Marquand directed Return of the Jedi. So, um George Lucas only directed
2: the original Star Wars. Wow. How about that? That's some trivia. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I mean, so, but he uh, What about the prequels? Can you look at look at the prequels real quick cuz now I'm really interested. Cuz I know George he did have a lot of I'm pretty sure. I mean, unless all I'll bet I've he thought.
0: directed all of the prequels because the acting is bad. <laughs> yeah, George okay, George Lucas did at Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Um
2: He did them all. Okay. So maybe that's why I just thought he did them all.
0: Yeah, so he did all of the prequels.
2: Gotcha.
0: He probably should have let someone else help, but we saw with Ryan John, doesn't always
1: work out. I'm gonna doesn't always work out. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna switch here. I know Empire Strikes Back <laughs> is the bigger, but I'll give Toy Story three a vote just so it it doesn't go so it keeps it close. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay,
0: I get. that. You can't go through that Toy Story spill and not you you know. Yeah, it'd be a huge upset. Yeah, we John got John David. What about you?
2: Yeah, so the thing is, and I was really open-minded on this one, if y'all both said Toy Story 3, I wasn't going to be like, what? But oh, I thought you, you had already, Stri- I thought you had already said Empire. No, I mean, but I didn't yet, but I'm going to say Empire okay. Strikes Back. Um, just because, again, I can, I can visually see myself looking at the TV. I was like 10 years old or whatever, and seeing Han Solo get frozen, and I was like, is he dead? Like what's going on? Like what's gonna happen? And then, of course, the next one comes, but just a really good movie. Empire moving
0: on in, a, in a, you know, a, a closer than expected uh, outcome. Um, so the next one is Pinocchio versus Mary Poppins.
1: This is like the worst, maybe. <laughs> like, ow. Yeah, both
0: of these guys, it, it, sometimes in the NCAA bracket, they pair these teams and you're like, these teams should be not me meeting this early in the in the, in the 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 tournament. But here we are with these two teams, Pinocchio versus Mary Poppins. I'll,
2: I'll plead the case for Mary Poppins real quick, and then Dustin can plead the case for Pinocchio, and then Dad can decide. It's good I'll start we're gonna, with Mary Poppins. We're going to
1: end up with something like Mary Poppins up against Pinocchio. Uh, Something like Iron Man. <laughs> it's like, who, <laughs> True. who would win in this battle?
2: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But for Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins just has to survive this one. You've got Julie Andrews. I can't think of another woman on the planet in the history of time that could play Mary Poppins better than Julie Andrews, singing-wise and acting-wise. Then you have Dick Van Dyke, who, again, you look at uh, who he is and his dancing and singing ability can't think of anybody better to play um, a chimney sweep and just his character than Dick Van Dyke. Some of the most iconic songs, "Super Califragilistic Espiatodocious or something like that. Now say it backwards. Something around there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so good. Uh, half live action or half uh, animated. Uh, love it. Really enjoy it. Love listening to the soundtrack. Uh, so Mary Poppins is getting my vote for this one.
0: All right. Well, I'm voting for Pinocchio, <laughs> and and that's a great case. I To me, Pinocchio 1940, um, with maybe the most recognizable soundtrack. I, you know, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is, is the soundtrack for Mary Poppins is also iconic, no doubt. But When You Wish Upon a Star, the Jiminy Cricket theme, the, the Give a Little Whistle, um, High Diddly D, An Actor's Life for Me, like, To me, like every song is just like amazing. And um, so, and and again, i told you guys, it is dark and it's, but it's such a, you know, a a universal story of, of, of bravery and, and, um, and just heading down the wrong path and second chances and, and grace that I'm going with Pinocchio and we'll let David decide here who, been, it moves on in this epic battle of Disney classics.
2: <laughs> well, so good. Both are so good. I was just
1: thinking about the the film footage of like the Hollywood premiere and Walt there with Julie Andrews and and it won Academy Awards. It was it was a it's a you know 1964 a, a year and a half or maybe two years before Walt Disney passes away. Right in the middle of doing the World's Fair in 1964 with all these iconic attractions that are going to come to the park, building Pirates of the Caribbean. All that's going on at the same time, and he puts out this movie that wins all these accounts. It's like I don't even know how somebody creates one of those things, but all of those things in like a three-year span. So as much as I love Pinocchio, and I think animation-wise, it's the top pinnacle of the artistic achievement in many ways i'm going to i'm going to let mary poppins on its originality go through on this one because it's just mary poppins y'all yeah it's out of it's moving on nothing would like it before and everything else has just been imitating it since but i will give i will give uh, mary poppins returns i think emily blunt is incredible in the in yeah, in, in the new know. film it's a different mary it's not the same character but if you ever if you ever read a book or heard a book when you were little about of mary poppins she's M- emily's character is more true to the book she's a little more she's you know she's not as sweet as well as the as Walt's version but i love i love julie andrews mary poppins so we'll go when we'll going to go All with right.
0: that Moving on, I can hear her trash talking, uh, Geppetto, right now. You know, you <laughs> stupid wooden little boy never should have been made alive, you know. And there she is moving on. Um, all right, final matchup of the second round. Last spot in the Sweet 16 will either be taken by Iron Man 3 or the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. David, why don't you go first on this one?
1: Well, the, I know that... I know The Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe is not the bigger movie. Um, but it's... I just... Man, that was such a great movie to me. It was the movie I had been waiting for since I was nine. <laughs> you know, my wife got me like... It was like my... Ber- I think it came out on my birthday. She got us like... Yeah. Tickets to a matinee. It was like the first showing and we were like the only people in there. And when... Th- I don't know. It was like, you know, how when you when you when you have a book that you read books that were so good to you and then you see it come on screen, probably to a generation of like Harry Potter, which I love as well. But, you know, you kind of can get this. But those opening scenes weren't from the book, but the whole mm-hmm. um, conflict, the the thing going between Peter and Edmund right from the beginning and the fact that they're dealing with the war and their dad's off in, in the war somewhere. Just that whole, it was like, it just took my breath away. Those first few minutes, I just remember being blown away by something so simple. And so, yeah, I mean, Iron Man, with, I love Iron Man. I think it's, it's tough because Iron Man is, in a lot of ways, my favorite character um, in Marvel. But I'm going to have to go with Lion on this one. All right, John David.
2: I don't know. I'm still, Dustin, you might have to go next. Well, I, um, I'm
0: also picking Narnia um, okay. because Iron Man 3 is. Uh, I, I would honestly, I'd have to like, I'd have to do some research because I don't right off recall what it was about or what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes me a second to wait, wait a second. Which one? There's so much Marvel content. It, it, if it doesn't like immediately. At this point in the tournament, if it doesn't like immediately grab me, like, I, and again, I love I love the book too. Not quite as nostalgic as David, but I I read that as a kid. One of the first books I probably one of the first chapter books I read, if I remember correctly. And there was you know all sorts of like Hallmark type versions of it that were kind of low budget. You know when we were when I was a kid. It's PBS. And this was the first one. <laughs> yeah, PBS. PBS exactly. Said, uh, um, and they were, and they, they were this was incredible. <laughs> yeah. And they were. It was still pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Like it still like uh, exceeded expectations. So I'm picking Narnia.
2: Love it. All right. I'm happy you guys did that because I, I agree. I mean, I, I remember Iron Man three, and I know the uh, the theme of it. Uh, but when you think about the the major cinematic universe, it doesn't really add a lot. Um, and I would much rather watch the first Iron Man than the third. And like you guys said, I also read the book. loved the book. Um, and just love the story and everything it stands for um, of *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*. So it would have my vote too. There are a lot,
1: there's right. there's several things I like in *Iron Man 3*, but the and I'm I mean, this is not knocking it, but the one thing that the villain always reminded me of Syndrome from *Incredibles*. Like he 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 kind of t- Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark ticks him off, and so he's like, "Well, I'll build bigger tech and." It's like that kind of. It just kind of feels like that. Like I'm, I'm out for revenge because you, you didn't see my, uh, my abilities, and so.
0: Well, that sets the sweet sixteen. You guys ready? You up for one more round? I can. We doing it? I can do it. I can do it. Let's do one more round here, and then we'll stop. And then we'll finish it up in the next episode. We'll crown the champion in the next episode. We got three. All right. So.
1: Oh, man, this um, is going to be so tough.
0: (laughs) This is getting harder as we go. But now we're in the sweet 16. This is the 16 best Disney movies of all time by our, you know, both box office and our opinions. So (laughs) it's definitely definitive.
2: And the winner is Lion, the Witch and the (laughs) World*. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Like all of my favorites aren't on this list. And right. And it's so hard. It's so hard choosing, you know, so don't get mad if your favorites not in here. This is I mean, it's it comes down to like, in some cases, what our favorite is over even what we know is better. I mean, there's no no way home. There's no bed knobs and
0: broomsticks. There's no Tron. I mean, my goodness. How come? Yeah, we'll have to do another one. Right. Yeah. But anyhow, this is what we got. These are the rules that everybody played by and these teams are the lucky ones that are have advanced to the Sweet 16 and it is our duty gentlemen to see this through to the end. So, here we go. Oh Let's man, do Star Wars versus Civil War. Marvel these, now this is an epic battle right here. Dang. Dang. Let me ask dang. you this, if they were if there was a war, like a literal war and and the firepower ensues. Would the star, would the Rebels win? Would the Empire win? Or would um, Thanos, would the, the bad guys, would, would the, let's just say the Avengers win. Let's leave it there.
2: Oh, the Avengers.
0: Well, we know the Rebels beat, you know, we know the Rebels ultimately win out in the end. So let's get rid of the Empire and Darth Vader because we know how that ends. But okay, the, the Rebels in Star Wars are the Avengers.
2: Like fighting, like they're all fighting right now. So there's a war between win?
0: the two. Yeah, uh, who, the who, Avengers.
2: Who I think the the Avengers, right? Surely, I don't against know. against I, I, yeah. against like oh sp- uh,
1: spaceships. Or are we talking lightsabers? Well, you got Jedi. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is the rebels the have thing.
0: Leia and Luke, and and they have mind. They control their minds, and they're just you know,
1: they're in tune with the Force. And, they would be like you know they would just tell Hook you don't want to be
2: angry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless yes, okay. Unless now, if you do like a whole Jedi Council, I think they would put up a better fight. But it's like so you're basically saying Luke's got to do some crazy stuff and crush Iron Man, and because I'm thinking like Thor. I mean, Thor. How how would they go against Thor? That's a good question.
0: But I know, mean, he's how, a beast. how did? I mean, but you say that, and and somehow Thanos, you know, that's sure
2: Almost completely. I'm sure hey lo- loki almost beat him and all he did was talked really smoothly and did some crazy stuff that that brings up a if you want to talk about holes in the marvel movies
0: <laughs> it's that these op <laughs> characters including captain marvel who has maybe more power than anyone had such trouble defeating thanos interesting yeah, I love I love them, but that that is sort of the if you you have to suspend belief just a little
1: bit. Yeah, I really yeah, and I really think that like Cap Captain Marvel needs a kryptonite. Does is there one there? I mean, like to me that would make the story better. Like she needs something that, and that's not because of uh, I mean, just I think all heroes do. Everybody needs something that they're 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 fighting to overcome. Kind of, and she's so powerful, like it's like yeah, I don't see what the Conflict here is she doesn't even have a tortured. I mean, maybe she does. I I don't know the. I don't know the comic books well, but like even Bruce Wayne has this tortured, you know, thing he's working through, and I. It just seemed like, yeah, different kind of character.
0: It does seem like with powers that probably the the Avengers could defeat. I don't know, man. Luke and Grogu and and Yoda and the Mandalorian. The man, well, he's, he he came in, he's
2: just,
0: I don't know if he counts as a rebel, but yeah. Oh yeah. Well maybe, but they'd all probably band together in this giant epic battle as crossover, but either way, we got to pick the movie. So which movie star Wars or civil war? Star Wars, the all time uh, highest grossing movie ever other than gone. I'm sorry. Gone with the wind, but of Disney it's, it's the next one.
2: Dang, I think I would still have to go with Civil War for my vote, even though this it is the, the OG uh, Star Wars A New Hope. If it was Empire Strikes Back or even uh, Return of the Jedi, it honestly might would be flipped. But because it is just the first one and I, I just did rewatch it and it felt like the slowest to me. And maybe it's because I already knew the backstory, um, but you're watching like the first hour or so and it's just kind of Luke – Figuring it all out. I just want him to be the Jedi already. So I'd probably say Civil War. Wow. Oh, okay. You're, you're you're making me think here,
1: <laughs> Dustin. You're gonna have to go. No, man. I'll go. I, I'm gonna go with my first gut was Star Wars. I'm gonna okay. go with my first gut. Um, but man, I you know, I love. Mar- I, you know, it's hard because there's part of me that leans a little more Marvel than. I need. To, I, we just talked about this last night. My wife and I were saying we gotta. We're gonna. I want to go back and watch Star Wars uh, with the prequels again and just work through all of that. Now that we got our Marvel caught up, I want to go back, and that could change my opinion. But uh, I, I, part of me just has to, feels like I gotta go with with uh, Star Wars for the iconic place it has in history. It's just. It's like the Snow White of... I mean, this it's the one that started it all. I mean, it's pretty... No one had ever done anything like it. And I, I think that...
0: If you're asking me, I would watch Civil War again before I'd watch Star Wars. Th- yeah. But I'm also going to pick Star Wars. Um, knowing that there... I think there are still... As good as Civil War is, There's still, in the tournament, some better Marvel movies. Yeah. So I'm going Star Wars... Advances to the Elite Eight on a split decision. Mm. The next Sweet 16 matchup, it's a good one too. Return of the Jedi versus Monsters Inc. Oh no. So if Return of the Jedi wins, it sets up an Elite Eight matchup between Star Wars, all Star Wars Elite Eight.
2: It is funny though how we were talking about this bracket and we don't have one Toy Story, but Monsters Inc. prevailed and that's true. Luck of the draw, isn't that so funny?
1: That is the luck of the draw. Again, that's how it happens. A lot of times, it's not necessarily the best. That got even got a bad
0: matchup. Monsters Inc. Return of the Jedi. I'll go first because you know I'm sticking with my Return of the Jedi. Um, I love mon- I love Monsters Inc. I do think of all the Pixar, it's one of my favorites, and um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Return of the Jedi. You guys are next. Yeah.
2: I'll I'll second that. I've got to go uh, with Return of the Jedi, even though I, I do love Monsters Inc. and I love to laugh at it, uh, but it's hard for me to go against Return of the Jedi. Wow, Star Wars
0: versus
1: Star Wars, David. Were you gonna make it unanimous or? I I think. I think I am because I, I can, again, I can't see Monster Zeke advancing over even the animation that we're going to go, it's going to go up against. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Star Wars go through and we'll see which, how, what you guys pick in the end is the best Star Wars. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, moving to the south bracket, we have Snow White. Uh, another number one uh, seed against the the upstart Aunt Cinderella Peter Pan. Well, not Cinderella. It's weird you call him Cinderella, you know, because that's <laughs> Cinderella yeah. should be. Was it? Did it get bounced out in the first round or was it on the list? Yeah, it went up against Biddy and the Beast or something. You know what? We should have taken into account the fact that we would use the term Cinderella. Throughout, for to just instead of underdog, it's that iconic that you say the Cinderella story
1: yeah.
0: of the tournament, I and mean, we should have thought about that. Yeah. But Cinderella is not here, but Peter Pan is, which is the Cinderella story. Cinderella lost to Aladdin. That was what happened. Okay, well that needed to happen, but but still, cin- it's getting a shout out as we talk about the underdog Peter Pan that is here against Snow White. Does the streak continue? Or does Snow White Advance? Mm. I'm gonna hold serve and say Snow White. The, and this is too like you go to you go to Fantasyland and they're both represented still. So I'm gonna say Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I think it's just a little, I don't know, it's a little more iconic to me. I
2: gotta I gotta go with Peter Pan. I've just got to do it. I've I feel like I've got this whole fan base of Peter Pan fans that I've got to <laughs> give my vote for and I've just got I got to get yeah. Peter Pan as far as I can get him.
0: I don't know, have we mentioned yet that the, the character Tinkerbell is like across the kind of like Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. It's kind of like something Disney uses everywhere all the time and it's kind of iconic that we don't think about, but that that's that's some points towards Peter Pan right there. Although sleepy, sleepy, happy, grumpy, dopey, sneezy, bashful, Doc, you know there was (laughs) commercials about that. You know, so um, hey,
1: when when uh, when Snow White came out, Dopey was so big that uh, if if you've ever seen Fantasia, the iconic Mickey Mouse Sorcerer's Apprentice, there were a lot of animators wanted Dopey to have that role, Hmm. but Walt said no. It's Mickey. (laughs) He was that big. Like they it was they were looking for a sequel for for Dopey. Interesting. Um, man, this is, this is another one I, I hate, but I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to go with Snow White as, as I can't, I know it's,
2: it's, it's,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's what it's like one that on Rotten Tomatoes is going to have a hundred percent rating from critics and Peter Pan's going to have about an 85 or 90 I'm guessing. Um, whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's go to
2: the next one. But but if I was going
1: to go watch one right
2: now, I would watch Peter Pan. I know it's a it, but I I agree Snow White. I mean, Snow it's White's just hard to be. Like Snow White's like Snow
1: White's like picking Star Wars over Marvel. It's just like Yeah. I'm I'm stuck here like what's I know it's a master. I mean, again, I know it's it's a masterpiece. If you watch it, it's like it's just perfect. Although Walt, even after they finished it, there were things Walt wanted to change and fix. So, all right. Next one is the Lion King versus Endgame, Marvel Endgame,
0: Avengers Endgame. Excuse me. (laughs) Couldn't be more different. But I will start the greatest superhero movie, in my opinion. uh, I should say the top three. Uh, Two of those are Infinity War and Endgame. And so, y'all have already knocked out Infinity War. I got to stick with Endgame for me. Although, in Lion Lion King 2, like, I'm another thing, as much as I admire it and understand its its cultural place, and it was actually, it probably, I think it made more money. than than Aladdin did. It was my, it was, I liked it less than I liked Aladdin and Little Mermaid and that kind of era of of, of movies. uh,
1: When when I've looked at different rankings, a lot of times when fan bases, when fans do rankings online, it always seems like Lion King is the number one all-time fan favorite. Like, Beauty and the Beast will be up there, too, but usually it's that 90s. It's like but when you if if you you know, if you bring if you brought a group of f- people from five years old to 85 years old and pulled them, you're probably going to hit the 90s as the median of what everybody likes. But
2: that's a good point. Um, but J.D., what are you saying? No, I want you to go first because I I want you to go first. You got it. Do You have it. Do you know what you're going to say yet? Well man, I mean, I know
1: Lion King is like so it's not my favorite, but man, I know it's so it's like animation, I mean, on that side of things, it's such a powerhouse. Like even though it never got it's, it's never got its attraction, it's it's been in parades and it's everywhere. it's everywhere. at uh Animal Kingdom. It's had it's had shows, it's had it's got the whole um big huge show at Animal Kingdom. gotta pick I'm gonna make you do it okay I'm, I'm, I'm just next? gonna make it I'm gonna make it interesting I go with Lion King <laughs> <laughs> okay although yeah. I really in game again in game I know is like it's like it's a great it's the it's the pinnacle but it's it, it has so many things that make me not watch it over and over again because again it's it's
2: it's got so much heart it's so sad too you know yeah they again yeah it's like Greatness versus greatness. I mean, both are just so good. Um, Endgame, I would definitely agree, is my favorite superhero movie of all time. Uh, I I can watch it over and over again. And yes, it's got a sad thing here and there, but I'm just like every time I can just get those goosebumps of this is so good. Um, and Lion King, again, soundtrack-wise, every song is so iconic after iconic. And you go to the parks and... Doesn't have a ride, but there's not going to be a show or parade, uh, or even you know a restaurant without something that references Lion King uh, in some way. And I agree. That's the thing. Is like I agree. Watching both for the first time, Lion King is very uh, appealing, and that's why so many people put it as their number one uh, on their Disney animated list. So it's definitely a battle. It's a battle, and I keep going back and forth. Um you want to pick but honestly all <laughs> go ahead. Well honestly, but always from always um for me. You wanna I wanna pick in game, but feel like you should pick Lion yeah. King. But almost but almost the opposite, where it's like I've kind of always oh. almost been skeptical of Lion King because so many people always give it it's the credit, like, okay, this is like the top thing that Disney provides. And I'm like, I watch other Disney animated movies and I'm like, well, I look at Aladdin and I'm like, I feel like this story's better. It's got a love of of more relatable love interests and then songs just as good uh, and I can watch it over and over again because I if you know mufasa and I could be talking about this way too much but after you know mufasa dies I don't really want to watch that over and over again it doesn't really have that awe that you get after you watch it the first time I, so I, I want to say this like what yeah.
0: happens every time you like you somebody has a little baby? They they hold them up like this, right? And or, <laughs> yeah. or or a dog or a puppy or a kitten. Everybody will hold the, the this tiny little animal or baby out like this and, and and mimic that opening scene too. So I thought that was interesting too. That it and that way it is like incredibly iconic. The circle of life is playing, and they hold up little Simba, and
2: you know. Yeah, it's so iconic. But then also, it's like I lived through Endgame, and I can I just remember that excitement of even people who weren't superhero fans. They were going to the theater and they were watching this because everybody was saying how amazing it was, and you were seeing Instagram posts of "Don't spoil game and stuff like that. Ah, so it's such a battle. Ah, and I, and I honestly, just talking about, it, I've gone back and forth, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Lion King, just because honestly, wow. I know honestly, and I was gonna say Endgame, but Dustin, when you said the whole iconic like holding up. Simba I thought that, you like
1: I gave I gave I, I was I gave uh, Lion King its uh its props cuz I thought you were going to go with
2: it. That's a buzzer beater man. It was but close I, to the end and overtime. Exactly, but I, I literally my whole head I was saying end game, end game. It's got to be end game. The upset of the tournament. But it's like this is Disney. I mean like yes, like it it represents so many of the things but it's like how do you give up Lion King? Wow. Uh, wow.
0: That's amazing. I don't know. Mine King moving it. on in a split on a buzzer beater at the that's it. Incredible. Wow. All right. Gotta gotta do Let's it. Let's see if we can finish out the other side real quick. That's huge. That and huge. honestly, um Did we shut- there's only one more Marvel representation left on in the bracket, and it's right here. Jungle Book Live Action versus the Avengers, the original Avengers. I'm going Avengers. The Avengers. (laughs) The Avengers. All right. I'm going to go with the Avengers too. Is now? Let me ask you. Be honest. Is this sort of a oh Marvel's got to be represented? It can't. We can't have all the Marvel movies out. Or is it? Is it you? Legitimately like think the Avengers is better than the live action Jungle Book?
1: Legitimately.
2: I mean, it's just like I don't think. I I I think again, again, they're different
1: kind of movies. But Avengers is epic, and Lion King is. I mean. Jungle book is like, wow, that's really good family movie, but it's a it's a different type of machine. You can't hardly
0: compare it. I've said this a few times. I don't think I didn't think they could pull off the Avengers and it would be good. Like I just, there's no way everybody's gonna get enough screen time. Somebody's gonna get left out, there's gonna be holes. And it was incredible. Like it was just and, and it set the stage for everything that came after and, right. and set our expectations so high, and they just keep beating it. you know. So I'm with you. Avengers unanimous, moving on. Marvel still is represented, gets into the Elite Eight. The next matchup is, oh, man, Ultimate 90s right here. Beauty and the Beast versus Aladdin.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I, I had a feeling this would happen. I mean, I knew it was going to happen at some point that – if, and then now that we've let Lion King in, it comes down to the I think these three and Snow White. I'm guessing that that's what's left. You, you know, you still have 101 Dalmatians oh, okay. down
0: there. You got Mary Poppins, Narnia, Empire Strikes Back. So actually, it's it's really balanced, to be perfectly honest, between Disney animation, um, live action, big epic Marvel, Star Wars, all has a representation so far. This is. You know, and honestly, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, those are kind of the big... You add in Little Mermaid, those are the big four.
1: Um, yeah. You know... Um, Still, Toy Story seems strangely missing because I don't think there's any Pixar. You're right. Monsters, Inc. got bounced out. Right. But that's... Some of that's because we just... We only had Monsters, Inc., Toy Story franchise, and Nemo represented. That's true. And, and Dory. Well, and Dory again, was in it's, there. it's all... Those three franchises. Keep, keep in mind,
0: yeah, highest grossing, right? Adjusted for inflation, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So if we, it would be, comp- I wonder what I wonder what it would have had. What it, if we had just the if we had had all animated? What where we would be right now?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's another bracket where we we do yeah. or we, we seed them based on Rotten Tomatoes. It's scores. just we very. Done I, that couldn't, too. I
1: couldn't find mm-hmm. the box office rankings for especially like the movies from the 40s there just wasn't enough information
0: but we have to you're you're stalling because you don't want to pick between beauty and the beast and aladdin (laughs) yeah obviously well you you go first i mean you're gonna go first it's not tough for me i'm going aladdin it's my favorite all time i've already i made the case over and over so i'm a i'm team aladdin but i do respect the difficulty of this decision i totally do it's almost like we're three guys here too. Right. And you would think like guys probably um right that skew towards Aladdin. So you got to keep that in mind too and I try, but it is what it is, you know? So we And I think
1: that I that's exactly where I am. It's like it's like the same between Peter Pan and Snow White. What I, do I go with what I You know, I'm kind of torn.
0: <laughs> Again, the question is: Is John David going to pick the right answer or the answer for his wife? That's the that's the big question. That's the
2: here. question. But the thing is, I don't want to <laughs> say it because I want dad. I want dad. To try it's gonna. I'm it
1: gonna out. be the. I'm, I, but I don't know because I know you like Aladdin, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the one nominated for best picture. The only one, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and wow. the Beast. I mean, it's Nominee like wow. it's, it's like a ninety-eight and a ninety-seven point five. I mean, that's a. It's like okay. a. But that's just what I'm <laughs> no, leaning today. Uh, and and, and, gonna, it, and it, there, it. there are a couple of things that.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's tough. Oof! Here we go again.
0: I, my, need I to remind you the number one song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once again, Aladdin, whole new world. But uh, although I, I will say that I bet the soundtrack for Beauty and the Beast uh, actually sold more. I'm going to look that up while you you talk, J.D.
2: Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely a battle. Uh, definitely um, these two are definitely my top ten favorite Disney movies, maybe top five. Uh, McKay's favorite, Beauty and the Beast, if she was here right now, she'd be screaming that if you guys don't pick Beauty and the Beast, you're crazy. Um I also just love Aladdin, though, and, and McKay also loves Aladdin. Uh, the thing that I love about Aladdin that's so unique is that it's it's a princess movie. They have a princess. They have Jasmine, which is a great character, uh, but it's centered around Aladdin, who uh, by the end has that wor- royalty prince role uh, but is nothing in the beginning. So it's, it's kind of a unique perspective of people see it kind of as a princess movie, but it's kind of not, and it's just a balance. It's a balance that both uh, sides can really enjoy. Again, growing up with sisters, you're always looking for a compromise. So, loved watching Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Love the soundtrack. Ah, it's a it's tough. It's tough, and McKay's gonna kill me, but I'm gonna give it to Aladdin because it's just too good. It's just wow. too
0: good. Yeah, and tell, tell McKay it, I was there soundtrack for. Soundtrack is
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, Frozen outsold those... it. Um,
0: actually, the Lion King sold 15 million copies. The
1: soundtrack. Crazy. Wow.
0: Yeah. And and I can't find Beauty and the Beast number. It's not on the top list. So it was outsold by Aladdin. Aladdin's like number seven. That's pretty Dang. interesting. But Aladdin's moving on. Wow. I mean that's a, that's um that's a coin flip another another really close down to the wire again matchup right
1: there. that is this is the three of us and if we had if we had uh you know the ladies in here this could have gone a different direction you never know could have gone either way for sure and that's with all these man uh, you know yeah.
0: especially these two to one ones there's very few obvious answers here. Um, at this point. And it's just like the tournament. Once it gets down, they're all good teams, right? They're all... Yeah, turn. You got to play somebody good. So moving in, we got two matchups left. We're now in the Midwest region. We got 101 Dalmatians against Mary Poppins. One of those classics are out of here. Which one is it? <laughs>
2: This is tough for me. I love 101 Dalmatians. Like, it is one of my favorites to watch. Like, if I'm just studying or something and I want to have something in the background, 101 Dalmatians is like one of the movies that I'll play. But Mary Poppins is iconic.
0: Yeah, I'll jump in and say David convinced me from the last round to pick Mary Poppins this round. So yeah. I'm Mary Poppins for all the reasons David's, David mentioned in the last round when it upset Pinocchio. Because it's sort of like, you know how you lose to the championship team early in the tournament if you played ever, ever played sports and you could always go out? Well, we lost. We were the second best team even though we lost in the first round. I feel like that for Pinocchio. I feel like if Pinocchio loses to the eventual champion, it actually raises its status a little bit. And I think 101 Dalmatians is fantastic. But I'm going to go with Mary Poppins. Mm. I would to so I'll let you guys do. I good. guess.
2: Uh, yeah. Am I next? Are you going? I. I mean. I think we're both gonna. I'm gonna say Mary Poppins as well. Yeah. Um. Because again, yeah. What well, Dustin just said, it brought back all the things that you said Dad, about Mary Poppins. I would like. And it's just too iconic. It's too good.
1: I would like to see Mary Poppins in a duel with Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Wow! Who, who would win? Whose force would come? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, That's I'm going to have funny. to say it's just a little bit more epic even than Dalmatians. And, uh, and, and Dalmatians is, I mean, I love it. And I think it's, I'm so glad to see it was on this list because I've always thought it was one of the most underrated movies, not just animated. Like that is such a, it is such a good action movie and the, it's so well done. But a you know, good movie's losing the Sweet Sixteen sometimes,
0: and it had a yeah. good run.
1: Yeah,
0: and maybe yeah. next year it comes back and and, and and gets back into it. But Mary Poppins moving on unanimous. Our final our final matchup of today to lock in the Elite Eight is The Chronicles of Narnia: The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe versus Empire Strikes Back.
1: <laughs> so we got Oof. Aslan versus Darth Vader. Aslan versus this is the and
0: this is the Darth Vader like he shines in this for sure yeah
2: yeah Yeah, I love Narnia and nostalgic all the way Uh, but just movie wise and cinema wise I'm gonna have to go with Empire Strikes Back sad to say it but I do
0: hmm I want to pick Narnia yeah but I think, like, for the integrity of our bracket, you know, there's there's a part that Empire is kind of like legendary and kind of in scope and in the best of all of them, won all the awards, critical acclaim. Um, I, although in the other bracket, you got Star Wars Against Return of the Jedi. One of those is going to the Final Four. Um, so, but we shouldn't, you know, choose based on what's happening in the rest of the bracket. So, I'm going to agree with JD and say Empire Strikes Back. All right. David, what about you?
1: But did you know that George Lucas got the idea for Star Wars reading The Lion the Witch of the Wardrobe? I'm making that up. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I totally made that, that up. Good. Do not repeat that. Do not repeat that. No, I be- hey, I believe you. Put that in the show notes. Yeah, but I about to say that's Little- the title. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be uh, interesting, though? Like, because it they, it is a battle. It is the battle of good versus evil. It's, you um, know, it's it is kind of the same thing. But I'm gonna have to go with with Star Wars. As, as much right. as I love line, Witch wardrobe?
0: Unanimous, man. Let me give you guys tell you what the Elite Eight matchups are, and we'll do this in the next next episode. Um, in the East, you have the two Star Wars. You have Actually, the original trilogy is all still alive. They are. That's, oh. um, I can't believe that. <laughs> one of them is getting bounced because they are against each other. Star Wars versus Return of the Jedi. You have Snow White versus The Lion King. So you're going to have a Disney animated movie represented in the Final Four no matter what. Maybe two because you have The Avengers versus Aladdin in the next one. And then finally you have Mary Poppins versus Empire Strikes Back. That's the wild you got two wild card. I mean, it's this is wild. This is gonna be great. This wild, is wild. no pun intended. Wild. I love Disney.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bing. I cannot wait. We'll finish this up. And Gosh. and yeah, be thinking about those. This is gonna be some yeah. interesting uh, battles coming up. That's so, crazy. Um, yeah, great work, guys. Anything else? Any regrets you have about this? JD, be sure and uh, post this somewhere. Yeah, so people sure. can follow along. My o- yeah.
1: my only regret is that they all can't win. <laughs> ah,
2: <laughs> yeah, the bracket's a tough thing because again, when you think Marvel, it's like, how's there not more Marvel? But it's all so good. Everything can't win. I mean, I'm such a I'm such a I've grown up such
1: a Disney fan, and then I was a Disney fan before I was a Star Wars. Fan. I mean, because that's my, I mean, I saw that first. So then, you know, Star Wars is, but Marvel is so huge and it's been such a, you know, big part of our family's uh, journey that, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of surprised, like, we have three Star Wars, we have the three biggest Star Wars movies still in there and so much Marvel uh, got pushed aside. Yeah. Yeah, so... It, it, yeah, and you got
0: to remember how this is skewed too. Sometimes it's luck of the draw, like some of those bad matchups, like poor Toy Story just was up against the wrong stuff. Um, but also, we seeded this based on gross box office gross. So um, that being the case, you know, Star Wars had nine, even Rogue One was on the, you know, in the tournament. So it had, it, it, you know, it would be like the ACC no, most years. It has the most possibilities of of moving on. So it makes sense that there are three in the elite eight, right? From there. And then you have um, you know you have a lot of Marvel entries too. There's probably Marvel may have seven or eight entries itself. So that takes up a lot of spots, so they're gonna have more opportunities to move on. Um, but you know here we are it's, I, I, this is what I, why brackets are so much fun is because how they get seated can play into how 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 things shake out and play out, and you have these all these interesting matchups you would never get to another way. And I can't wait to do another one of these in the future.
2: Yeah, yeah, so fun.
0: But um, yeah, this is part two. Stay tuned for part three. Thank you for hanging in with us um, at the Why I Love Dizzy podcast. Until next time, this is Dustin, David, and JD signing off.
2: See you next time. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.